0: It feels fitting that Justin Jackson and John Buddha referenced 37 Signals in the very first episode of Build Your Sass because they were eating their own dog food or dog fooding their product. They were launching a podcast about building a podcast hosting company, which they were using to host their podcast. What does this have to do with 37 Signals? Well, 37 Signals is perhaps the best example of dog fooding in the modern era. So good an example, in fact, that I thought 37 Signals invented the term. But much like a good cover song, I found out much, much later that the term was invented much, much earlier. But the podcast became more than just a way for them to dog food their product. It became a chronicle of how they created a new company, a new SaaS and one in a crowded field to boot. And since building in public is hugely popular, the podcast has benefited them in a ton of other ways, too. Build Your SaaS is really a testament to how beneficial a branded podcast can be for a company. Let's take a look at why and what lessons you can take from them. In this episode, you'll learn to build in public, You never know who's going to extract value from your story. You'll learn that you can cut down on research by picking a topic you already know or are actively learning. And you'll learn to consider lesser known niche specific promotional channels for your show. Welcome to Podcast Workflows, where you get daily tips to improve your process, grow your show, and maybe even make some money. Each week, I also do a dive into the process of the world's most successful podcasters and reveal their tools, processes, and systems to help you simplify the production of your own show and reclaim hours in your day. You can improve your own podcast production process by seeing how the pros do it. I'm your host, Joe Casabona, and it's Wednesday, which means we're doing a deep dive Today, we're going to look at Build Your SaaS and all of the benefits of a branded, focused podcast for Justin Jackson and Transistor. So what's Build Your SaaS about? It had a pretty straightforward goal when it first launched. According to Justin, he says, quote, John and I started the Build Your SaaS podcast right after we started building our company together. We wanted to chronicle our journey of building Transistor. From zero customers to earning our first revenue dollars. Building in public is all the rage and has been for a while. For example, did you know Pat Flynn used to publish his monthly revenue starting around 2009? The reason is clear. People very rarely get to see the start of something big. We see the Olympic gold medalist standing on the podium. But we don't see the life of sacrifice and hard work that got them there. No one really cares about that until after the success comes. And then you need to backfill the struggle and the lessons learned. Building in public means that you're capturing them in real time. Justin and John knew from the start, they wanted to share their story. If it crashed and burned, there were lessons, but it didn't. And now they have a blueprint for what worked for them in a post-social media world. Now, there was one more bit to the description that Justin provided. Since launching, he said they've kept the feed active for publishing updates and interviews with other founders. They could have shut the show down, marking it as complete, But they decided to keep it open to provide more value through interviews as well as company updates. The interviews provide other perspectives, which is great. Especially now, several years on, the world has changed and what worked then may not work now. But the ongoing updates continue the show's original mission. For example, they have episodes on new hires, taking vacations, clearing inactive accounts, And taxes. Ah! They know, perhaps better than most, that making your first revenue dollars isn't the end of the story. The company grows, and you grow with it. So, they continue to build in public, and be an ongoing resource for the next generation of SaaS owners. Now, listeners can pick up the show regardless of where they are in their journey and get essential, real-time insight from founders that are going through it. Your takeaway. Share what you know. Build in public. You never know who's going to extract value from your journey. Now, benefit number one of building in public is little research needed. Okay, that may be a little bit misleading, because when you're doing the work, you're already doing the research. If you're building in public, you're sharing the things you've learned from doing the research already. Here's how Justin puts it, quote, if we're discussing a topic like sales tax compliance, we've typically already been working on it behind the scenes for a while. Often we're talking about topics we've already been actively investigating. This is the biggest benefit to doing a show on a topic you already know about or are learning. It cuts down on research and you get to control the narrative a bit more because you're planning the entire experience. Interview shows are great. I've been running one for seven years now, but they're also incredibly time consuming because you need to research potential guests and the topics you want to cover, book the guests, do more in-depth research so you know what to ask them and craft the story, record with them and then edit your audio and their audio together. If the guest goes on a tangent, you'll need to cut that out. If you get a bad recording, you either need to scrap the interview, re-record it, or spend extra time editing. All of that, of course, is to say that you care about creating a good show. When you're creating a show where you build in public, your entire podcast is one long story and each episode is a chapter. As John Burnoff, professional author and ghostwriter, says, Your book's chapters should always answer a reader's question. And you should always provide case studies. Your build-in-public podcast can be the same way. You are the case study, and each episode answers a question about something you're actively building. People are watching you become an expert in real time. Your Takeaway All podcasts require research, but if you choose a topic where you're already an expert or actively learning, you're front-loading the research. Aside from the research, Justin and John record using Riverside, but their post-production process is super streamlined. One place where Justin and John are uniquely positioned is that as podcasters themselves, they see firsthand how useful new features they introduce are. For example, they use a feature in Transistor that will automatically generate show notes from MP3 chapters. Their editor is already doing the chapter markers, so generating the show notes is super easy for them. In fact, their editor has been with them from the very beginning, and as Justin puts it, has become a character in our show. Having such a strong connection with your editor is important because it reduces the amount of instruction you need to give your editor, decreases the amount of time your editor needs to edit your episodes, and eliminates the need for you to check their work so granularly. In fact, with my editor for how I built it, I don't even really check his work anymore. I trust that he does what I ask him to do because we've been working together for so long. And in the case of Build Your Sass, it also means the editor populates a good portion of your show notes. While Justin and John take notes during the show using Google Docs, and Justin writes up his own show notes, he says Chris, their editors, chapter markers are a considerable part of the show notes process. Here's benefit number two of building in public. Inventing a new revenue stream. When you create good, useful content, you're creating a product. Movies, books, TV shows, and music are all good content that are all products. So why not podcasts? Build Your SaAS, aside from raising the profile of Transistor and the team there, makes direct money. They started off as ad-supported, but decided to switch to a patron model. Listeners can pledge $10 a month or more for a shout out at the end of each episode. They had 17 patrons at the time of writing the deep dive and were making $191 per month. This number surely fluctuates each month. I've seen it close to $400 a month. But either way, that's over $2,000 per year. A nice little revenue stream for a podcast especially one that started at the beginning of building a company before they made revenue. And remember, outside of a shout-out, they don't offer any additional perks. People support them because the content is so useful. From what I've gathered, this isn't meant to be a revenue stream for Transistor. In fact, two purchases of their business plan make more than the podcast currently makes. But it's still revenue. Justin and John started this show to share their story, and now it generates income for them. Benefit number three of building in public is repurposing. Creating good, useful content is hard. You need to come up with ideas your potential audience is eager to learn about. Put the time and effort into creating the content and then promote the content. Using your podcast as a starting point can be a game changer for omni-channel content publishing. In fact, in a recent interview I did with Tom Schwab, he said one 45-minute interview can give you a month's worth of content. Justin knows this and repurposes the content from Build Your SaaS all over the place. Blog posts, tweets, LinkedIn, video clips, the Transistor newsletter, and more. There are several benefits to this. First, it puts the podcast content in front of different audiences, which increases podcast discoverability. But it also assists developing content for your other channels and vice versa. For example, back in May, there was a Build Your SaaS episode on bootstrapping with young kids. Justin has a similar blog post from around that same time, which he also referenced in a Twitter thread. By increasing the surface area of your content, you're reaching more people, as well as using it to promote the podcast. Speaking of, there's one more interesting thing Justin and John did for their podcast when it came to promotion. They launched on Product Hunt. If you don't know about Product Hunt, it's a website where you can post interesting products, which in turn gets surfaced to Product Hunt's large audience. Recently, it's been used for more than just products, basically as a marketing channel to get publicity for anything you can link to. Build Your SaaS had a successful launch on Product Hunt in 2018. This is an intriguing approach because it's not something you see from many podcasters. In fact, while there are topics for newsletters, videos, and generic audio, there isn't even a topic listing for podcasts. Since Build Your SaaS's target audience is likely the same people who are launching products or browsing Product Hunt, Justin and John knew that this would be a good fit for potential listeners of their show. In my anecdotal experience, Product Hunt is definitely skewed more towards the tech crowd. And their bet paid off, it totally worked. They were ranked number one on their launch day. Now, While podcasts have seen success on Product Hunt, I suspect you'd need a good audience alignment or a big audience already. But your takeaway. Consider lesser known niche specific promotional channels. Think about who you're trying to reach and where they hang out. So how can we use Build Your SaaS to improve your podcast workflow? There's a lot to learn from Build Your Sass. And while it's not technically complex like Jay Klaus's creator science or strategically formatted like Trailer Park, we've learned several new lessons, all culminating in one big takeaway. There are many benefits to a brand having its own podcast. Number one, Build in Public. Justin and John have seen great success by building in public. It raised their profiles and the profile of their company, Transistor. It generates separate revenue for them. And it gives them a wealth of content to repurpose on their blog and social media. When you build in public, you're also building credibility. You're showing your audience that, unlike 99% of the population, you're showing up and doing the work. We know that podcasting is a great way to build your authority and establish expertise in your field. When you build in public, you're actively showing people your process and what you're learning along the way. This also builds trust and stronger bonds. Look at the reviews and you'll see lots like this one, praising Justin and John for being open and honest. This is from John Friesen. He said, quote, I'm a fan of Justin's previous podcasts. I like the authenticity he brings to the table when describing his personal wins or fails and doesn't ignore the hard parts, the parts where opportunity and timing intersect to make or break a significant progression for a business. While lots of other podcasters focus solely on wins, this podcast takes a wholesome view to building a business. That's pretty high praise from a software engineer at DigitalOcean. Number two, picking the right topic means less research. Every good podcaster needs to research. As Justin stated, while they're not specifically doing research for the show, they're still doing research. They're doing research on tax compliance, competitors, choosing the right infrastructure, and more. They need to do that research for their business to succeed. Then they take what they've learned and they share it on the podcast. As you consider your podcast or the new direction to take your podcast in, think about the topics you already know well or are actively learning. It won't eliminate research, but you will leverage the research you're already doing. And number three, Consider niche methods for promoting your show. The playbook for promotion can get pretty stale these days, especially if you're trying to promote your niche podcast to a general audience. Every day, social media algorithms change and fewer and fewer like to tell people to go to other sites, which means that posts with external links don't perform as well. Instead, look for communities or services catering to niche audiences that match who you serve with your podcast. Much like how Justin and John leveraged Product Hunt because they knew they were talking to current and wannabe SaaS founders, you can find communities, websites, or subreddits that serve your niche. Growing your podcast can be a slog, but getting in front of the right people can make it much, much easier. That's it for this deep dive and this episode. If you want to read the full article, you can head over to podcastworkflows.com or find a link in the description for this episode. If you want to get in touch, you can find me at jcasabona on X, threads, or pretty much every other social network. Thanks so much for listening. And I can't wait to see what you make. If you want to read the full article, you can head over to podcastworkflows.com or find the link in the description for this episode. If you want to get in touch, you can find me at jcasabona on X, formerly Twitter, Threads, and pretty much every other social network. But that's it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening, and I can't wait to see what you make. Hey, before you go, I want to tell you about a free resource I have called my Podcast Process Templates. They are a set of Notion documents that give you a full podcast planner, a show planner, and even some AI prompts to help you you can head over to podcastworkflows.com slash templates. That's podcastworkflows.com slash templates to get your free podcast process templates today.